All right. Uh, episode three of Reed and Josh Survive the Apocalypse. We're cruising along. Just, you know, going along at a, at a good clip. I, I've got some topics and I'll let you pick. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, we could do another carspiracy theory. Um, what is your shit your pants escape plan? <laughs> Songs that can't be kids bopped. iOS 15 may have saved your life. And there are randos that have uh, my work address and phone number, and I keep getting their mail and or uh, airline confirmation texts. Man, we had a goodie bag today. <laughs> it's just a real real grab bag of treats. Let's jump right into uh, iOS 15 because I full-on know where this is going, and yep. I was going to bring this up. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, doing my usual neurotic checking yep. to see if you had left to come over tonight. Uh, I noticed there's like a live mode now. Oh. And it shows like very well where you're at. How fast was I driving? It doesn't, it didn't give me speed, but I mean, I could tell you're going at a good clip. <laughs> but like, it like showed when you would make turns. Okay. And it never gave me like that, like, eh, he's somewhere in here thing. It yeah. was just like, Find My Friends was just like, here he is right now. I, I purposefully didn't text you to tell you that I was leaving. So like that little creep's probably looking at me right now. 100% was. <laughs> and I've been checking it since about 645. <laughs> what time is it right now? It's nine. <clears throat> it's nine. Yeah, I think that's part of why my battery was so low. <laughs> I was just about to say, why do you have any plugged in at all? What have you been doing? Um, so I have this problem where I can't focus on one thing super well. Okay. I don't think it's like ADD. I think it's just like pan. I think it's called being alive. Yeah. Like pandemic has made it so like I feel like I have to do a bunch of stuff at once because like it used to be like I was at work all day and then I would get home and then like I just like relax and focus on a show. And now it's like I'm watching a show and playing a game on my phone and texting with people and Mm -hmm. not all shows, but like, you know, if the wife and I are watching like Vampire Diaries or Gossip Girl or some shit like I'm 50% there, maybe. Right. Um, so today, I was watching... Hi, Sasha. If you hear that thumping, it's my dog's tail on a door. Um, so today, I was watching all of the uh, Star Wars visions, mm-hmm. which was super good. Um, we can get into that if we want to in this episode. And I was also playing a game on my phone and then like watching YouTube videos and then... I'd just been on my phone all day. Usually I'm at like 45, 50% by the time I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I have the 11 Max Pro, so the battery is insane. Yeah. But yeah, today I was I like I hit like 20% and I was like, I cannot record a podcast on my phone at it's, uh, 20%. It's so great. That's one of the best things about getting a new phone is when you transition into that new battery life. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, this thing goes all day long. Yeah, yeah. The only person who still drains their battery pretty consistently would be my wife, and that is because she spends she spends, she's on her phone a lot for work and stuff. But then I like there's a ninety five percent chance that if you look at Hannah's phone when you're with her, she's on Pokemon Go. <laughs> still, <laughs> still, she's I, the one keeping it going. I got her into it when we first started dating, like mm-hmm. five years ago, and she's still going strong, dude. I- I've said this before, and I'm sticking to this for life, because 
It's just facts. That was the closest to world peace the Earth has ever been. There was a moment. When that dropped, I, we were out driving around, and there were just seas of people everywhere. Yeah. And the entire country was out catching Pokemon. I, and they were like, guys, get over to Burger King. There's a Pikachu. Yeah. And everyone stops in their cars. And then, like, a year later, politics just decided to really get <sighs> cut in half. <laughs> yeah. And we all forgot about Pokemon. That was the last uh, yeah. just truly pure moment, yeah. I think. And there was, like, a, a month when COVID first became a thing where people were like, yeah, we got to band together. And then that got political. <laughs> Dude, I just saw a uh, an article. I saved it. I didn't read it yet. But, but it was like, guys... My apartment complex is still banging on pots at 7 p.m. every day. <laughs> We're a year and seven months into this thing. <laughs> oh, man. That's just... Like, that's a coastal bullshit. Like, you live in, like, a major city on the coast, and you're going to get those weird hippies that are like, it brings us together. And it's like, no, it just... Bugs me. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for like at the heat of things, things are just popping off. You know, let's create some community. Right. Let's, yeah. let's get some unity going. Let's uh-huh. get some encouragement. Uh, yeah, a year and so many months into here, we're beyond that now. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, like, you know what? Get vaxxed and then just, you know, go get go get a burger and a beer somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just listening to some stuff this week that was made kind of in that time. And I was Mm -hmm. like, first of all, these fools (laughs) (laughs) talking about how quick or them trying to be optimistic about things. Dude, I watched like a three-year-old Cody Ko video and he was making some sort of joke about himself. He was watching like a video of when he sold like a... um, I'd cap that. It's a it's an app that I never used or heard of, but it was like a photo captioning app or whatever. Okay. But so the video was like that that he had most recently recorded was like three years old about this one. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned a pandemic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, if you only knew. Like it's it's one of those things like when you watch old shows and there's something that culturally isn't acceptable anymore and yeah. they make that joke and you're like ooh yeah <laughs> like that's how like that's pandemic jokes yeah stick out now <laughs> to me <laughs> I, mean, I mean i i mean i i'm still more comfortable with a pandemic joke than you know white people dropping the n word oh, on for TV. sure yeah <laughs> but it's it's just like oh it's it's not like in an offensive way or right. like oh that's wrong but just like oh, if you only knew <laughs> too soon man it's yeah. not it's not as funny as you thought it was <laughs> yeah all right, so talking about uncomfortable subjects, I'm just going to pick from the grab bag. Now. All right. A couple podcasts I've listened to in the last couple of weeks, they have had, like, stories of, like, people shitting themselves in public or inconvenient places. <laughs> okay. And so I think we should discuss what our emergency exit plan would be if we ever shit ourselves in public. Like, I've shit, like, I shit myself probably the most recently out of both of us <laughs> okay. at Tree's bachelor party. <laughs> And I thought I just got river sediment in my underwear, and it just turns out I had some, I had a real juicy toot. Yeah. I mean, of all the places to do that, though, you could not pick a better spot than a river. Yeah. Like, I just jumped in the river and cleaned my butthole out. But, like, 
Yeah, that was. I, dude, the worst part was, I was super uncomfortable in my underwear for for like a few hours, <laughs> and I just thought I had swass. And then like, we're I, out just to uh, just to set the scene on that one. We're out camping when this yeah, happened at a very like secluded area. It's not like there were showers or anything. Like the the bathroom was literally like a hole in a te- in like a, a shed. <laughs> like yeah, um, um with a toilet screw like over a it. little murder cabin. Yeah. Way off into the woods. Yeah. And then our campsite was right next to this river and we just vegged out on that thing almost the whole time. Reed and I like the second we got there we tried to push this fallen tree into the river and I almost got took downstream. <laughs> I still don't have that video. That's a huge bummer because I got like an infection and like on the way back from Tree's wedding, I had to, I dropped off the people we were riding with and then the girl I was dating at the time dropped me off at the emergency room because my <laughs> leg was swollen. Yeah, that's, we've got a great video that's, it, Peter has it. We, we'll never see I, it. I have GoPro. It was like mounted to my head. Yeah. I've wanted this video so bad because it's it's got to be so majestic. We we like there was this full full grown fallen tree in yeah. the river. Yeah. Just stuck on the bank and we who it was me you. It was just me and you to start. Okay. We move it out like break it loose, move it out in the water. And we're like, we're going to ride this thing all the way to the, to the Great Lakes. And it just took off and, and started, started dragging cruising. me with it. And I'm standing on this thing. I have very different memories of this moment. <laughs> this is like one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. I'm like, this is the coolest I've ever been. I'm standing on this thing. There might have been music playing. I definitely don't think so. Like something really American. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I definitely had a beer. I'm just chugging. I'm just down in this thing. We're cruising down this, down this river. And all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> and we're hitting the bank. And I look down, and you are getting like, you're you're in the water, and you're wedged between this tree with all of its branches and the like rocky bank, and you're just spinning because we're crew like, <laughs> you're like a little rag doll stuck in this cyclone, <laughs> and it just went from like the best moment ever to my friend's about to die. <laughs> I didn't have that soaring with the eagles moment that you did. Yours was probably just all like panic, all like oh, we're about to crash. Because you, okay, so Reed was pushing and I was pulling. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm at, at the front the, of this and tree. And I'm at the tail and end of this Reed's thing. at the roots. <laughs> the, the nice thick base. He busts it loose, and I just end up pulling it on top of myself. <laughs> I don't have any like positive memories from this moment other than we got the tree loose. And then I was like, I went from like, yeah, we got it to, I'm gonna die. (laughs) My legs got so banged up. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, uh, we got back from that. And there was a lot of really cool stuff we filmed in that whole stretch too. Yeah, it was a fun trip. And I, I text Peter because he was the one that had the GoPro or the whatever we filmed with. Yeah, I think it was GoPro. And he was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll email it to you." And he it's gone he was at, well, he was at his parents and he's like, "It says it's got four days to upload <laughs> to Google Drive still." <laughs> okay. As soon as it's done, I'll send it. And I never got it, and that's become like our inside joke of like, "Hey, is that finished uploading yet?" Like years <laughs> later, is it still sitting at your parents' house? 
Um, yeah, I, that was, that was a fun, a fun trip. I like, I, I've always enjoyed camping with that, that group of guys. Cause yeah. like, it's always a good time. I don't know if I could keep up anymore. Like, <sighs> I don't know. Like I just, well, we like did some serious, like, oh climbing, yeah, like hiking yeah. up on top of these big bluffs. I got a whole story. We need to have. I got a picture of you with your just your butt cheeks hanging out. Yeah, that's still on the internet. <laughs> yeah, out there. I did a yeah. That's that's on Instagram. <laughs> it I hasn't been pulled. Uh, yeah, we climbed up there. Uh, did a lot of hiking, and then me and Peter and Stephen, we were determined on that trip. This so to this, walk to the Great Lakes. Yeah, well, this river fed out into the Lake Superior. Lake Superior. Yeah, <clears throat> but it was like eight miles away. <laughs> we did not know that at all, <laughs> and. We went for hours. We were walking down. We were having a grand time. We packed up like grabbed uh, like a bag of beers, or maybe we just yeah. I remember turning around real early into that walk. I think we just like put one in each of our pockets, held one, and had an open. And then we we made Justin fill up that Camelback with cans of beer, (laughs) and then he was our beer mule. I didn't know that. That was when you guys were away. Yeah, well, no, that we turned around like as soon as as I like I think I pulled it up on my phone because I got like a weird spot of signal or something like that. And I just pulled up the map real quick, and I was like, guys, nah. And we turned around and walked back. Yeah, we were already probably way, way far away from you guys. Yeah. We were cruising, and we ca- it was so funny because, I mean, we had been drinking all day. Yeah. So any sort of logic is out the window. Yeah. But we're going, and we're like... It's like, it's it's not straight. It just winds back and forth, back and forth. And we kept cutting through these, um, through like the middle, hiking through the woods, jumping in the river for a little bit. And mm-hmm. when it would cut left, we'd cut straight through. And we just kept going. And every time we felt like we were like, guys, this isn't happening. We all, I think we all would put our hand on the Bible. We'd be like, wait, do you hear that? And I don't know what we, it was almost like it made a sound when the water, like we were imagining a waterfall or something. <laughs> but we all were like, wait, it's like, shh, like almost a, there, like a like distant a roar of water. And we're like, if we can hear it, we're close. Yeah, we gotta be. It's gotta be around the next, next bend. And it never was, but it became that thing where you're like, we've done so many. Yeah. What if it's the next one? And we turned yeah. around. I feel like that's how, like, adventurers never came back. Yeah, those are the ones that died. <laughs> they were the, the ones that had no common sense. Like, it's just around the corner. Well, thankfully, all of a sudden, some kayakers come cruising by. And we're like, hey, do you guys know how far it is until uh, Lake Superior? And they laugh. And they're like, about seven miles. <laughs> and we immediately just, like, roll them up. <laughs> just turned around. We're heading back. And that was a rough journey home because we drank all of our yeah, beer. Yeah, the beers were gone at that point. <laughs> so and then we were walking upstream. Yep, just hubris. <laughs> I just remember having wet shoes the entire time because I only brought my hiking shoes. And so, like, my shoes were just constantly by the fire. I didn't bring flip-flops or anything. And, like, walking in the river, there's like, a ton of rocks. So I needed something yep. on my feet. I ended mm-hmm. up wearing Peter's Crocs at one point Yep, because he had some other shoes or whatever. But, like... Yeah, I like. I also remember we were waiting for another buddy of ours to show up, and someone threw some fireworks in the fire that we had going. Yep. And then this car, we hear this car coming. We're like, "Oh, that's our buddy." Yeah, we were waiting on two more people, or just one more. One more, I think, at this point. And so I, 
did what any guy would do, and I just dropped my pants and started running towards the sound of the car with my penis out. Yep, and, and I it think, turns out I think well, I think several others joined you. Yeah, and then but I was leading the pack, <laughs> and Stephen was wearing like one of those sandblaster masks with his dick out. Yep, yep, that covers most of your upper torso and head. No pants on. Looks like a creepy medieval yeah. thing. And turns out it was just a guy downstream whose dog got scared and he was coming to tell us what for. And he pulled up and must have thought, like, great, another one of these fucking orgies <laughs> in the woods. Like, because there, there's no way he thought we weren't just banging each other. <laughs> I'm, I am, like, so badly wish we could hear his side of things because he's fuming. Oh, he was so pissed. He's coming over to yell at us. And we and were all apologizing sudden, up and down. All of a sudden, it's almost like a <laughs> like like a, a, an explorer like lands in some like native territory. Right. And the tribal people come charging out. <laughs> because we were charging at this car and half of the people are totally Just naked. Just dicks out. Steven's wearing something weird. Yeah. And this dude was... I, was pretty shocked he didn't just peel out and oh, never return. One thing that stuck with me though, big time, was <laughs> he got so he's super pissed. Yeah, we explained what was going on, and he wraps up. He's like, "Look, guys, I like to have fun too when I was your age." And I was like, "He totally thinks <laughs> that we're fooling around, but I also want to hear this dude's stories <laughs> <Yeah>. because, <laughs> like." If if he did anything remotely close to this back then, like, yeah, we should have been like, "Hey, we got ourselves some food cooking on the fire right now, <laughs> and some cold ones. If you want to join you us and relive those tell, days, guys. <laughs> let's hear how it was done." Oh man, oh, yeah, yeah that but, that was a great a great trip. Yeah, not the not the last stranger to see my penis. Unfortunately, not on that trip, just in general. <laughs> There was a period of time where I was just whipping it out often and, you know, having a kid, that'll readjust your priorities. Yeah, it sure does. Who who sees your wiener and when? <laughs> and I can tell you right now, it's been my wife and, well, the guys on that camping trip mostly, but <laughs> no strangers have seen it in probably a better part of a decade at this point. Yeah. Oh, man. These cores are going down quick. It's just the mountains are blue. Yeah. And we can't say no to that. Nope. So last time Reed and I recorded two episodes back to back, and then afterwards we just kind of shot the shit for a bit, and I didn't go to bed till 2 a.m. And for Reed, that's not so bad. He's got some older kids. His kids are a little bit older. Yeah. You know, I feel like your wife still sleeps like the dead. <laughs> Um, at least she did when we were kids. Uh -huh. Um, and so, but like my wife just, if I'm not in bed with her, she just lies awake. And at first it starts as her missing me. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into her being mad that I'm not sleeping. <laughs> and then it's like a whole thing. Yep. And, and so, uh, we're, we're going to stay away from the whiskey this time, I think. <laughs> Because I woke up feeling real rough around the edges because my kid woke up at six yeah. and was just like, Dad, I'm up and I'm mad. And that was him all week. <laughs> yeah, I'm thankfully in that phase where I'm like often now get to wake my kids up mm -hmm. and not the other way around. So that's pretty great. That's yeah. A, it was a pretty great era. Yeah. 
I'm I'm looking forward to that because right now he wakes up screaming for me, and then I'll get him up, I'll change his diaper, and bring him into bed with me to see if he'll calm down. He just screams for me while I'm holding him in my bed. And I'm like, well, I'm not going back to sleep, but I also can't take him out of this room because there's a Tasmanian devil <laughs> on our house. Yeah. Yeah, that, that whole era when they just can't be unsupervised at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, here's some great things I got to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my daughter today. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was playing some uh, Roblox on her tablet. Okay, good for her, yeah. And <coughs> Which, by the way... That game, I feel like that game came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, I don't understand it. It's like this weird, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like if Legos and Minecraft had a baby. Like, that's how I see it in my brain. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And side note, Riley's getting into uh, the idea of, like, game development. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, dude. Let's figure out this Roblox thing because you can make these little maps that the people can play in mm-hmm. and you like monetize them. So like one of the ones there's uh they're called obbies and it's like an obstacle course. So you can do that, or there's ones where you like um there's like a town and you can be like the grown up or the child and you like expand your house or go buy things or you have to like eat it's almost like a Sims type thing. Sure. But with the addition of stranger danger, yeah, <laughs> it seems fun. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but you, these things were like monetized, so it's like, oh, don't want to be hungry, buy this, and huh. you aren't hungry anymore. And I, there's like multi-millionaires that like make Roblox maps, and I'm like, these are pretty terrible maps, and it's all in like a really crappy like map editor. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, father and son together, we will rule this place, dude. Let's just have your kids sponsor our podcast. Shit. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be Caroline, though, because uh, I'm expecting a band soon. <laughs> <laughs> she was playing this one. I don't even know what type of game it was. But today, uh, I was like, hey, what you, what you playing? She's like, Dad, check it out. I've got the Master Sword, and I rule this land. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. And she's like, do you want to know how I did it? And I'm just thinking she's just you know, playing her own little storyline in her head. No. She goes, I got this sword, and I wanted to be the ruler, which means everyone had to go. So I... She just started killing people. <laughs> she just started cyberbullying everyone until they <laughs> left the map. So she's the ruler of no one. <laughs> so every, she just bullied everybody into leaving her map until she was the only one left. <laughs> she was like, now I'm the queen. The queen of nobody. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Oh, and she was like, just so, like, so satisfied with herself and yeah. like problem solving. I'm like, oh, all right, we're gonna keep an eye on this behavior. <laughs> you learned a lesson this day, and I'm not sure if it was good or bad. Oh my god. My brother and I used to share a World of Warcraft account way back in the day, mm-hmm. probably ten years ago now, and. I would get emails all the time for temporary bans because my brother would just get on. And, like, this was, you know, 10 years ago. So people were, you know, a lot like jokes were a lot less uh, policed, I guess right. you could say. And so my brother would get on and, like, somebody would, like, I don't know, like, somebody would say something in the general chat and he'd be like, 
were you fucking Jewish? <laughs> and people would re- re- report that, obviously. Right. Because, you know, you can't just say stuff like that. And I just had to be like, dude, like, I pay for this and let you play it for free. So just, like, don't say stuff like that. Because <laughs> I tried to log in. Don't and, do that. And it said I was banned for, like, 24 hours. And I, it was my day off. Mm. And I was like, damn it. Like... No, I can't play World of Warcraft on my dial-up internet for a full day because my brother had to ask if someone was Jewish. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. He should have been making a pandemic joke. That's what he should have done. Yeah, that would have gone over perfectly fine because it was way (laughs) pre-pandemic. Don't even knew pandemics could happen again. Oh, man. Yeah. Back uh, before we move into this next thing. Because we've steered very off track. Oh, yeah, we definitely don't have our shitting pants exit strategies <laughs> But yet. we also didn't close off this Find My Friends feature, which oh, yeah. uh, I got to add in, is they added a way. I think I don't know if you have to set it up or if it's by default. I didn't look into this, which is we just talked about me being murdered on here. So yeah, clearly so. this isn't a big priority to me. Yeah, But uh, it still works if your phone's off now. Okay, yeah, just a little creepy, but yeah. sure. Yep. Yeah. So, if I can combine the force lock so it can't be unlocked without my password or And anything. even if they hit it with a hammer. Yep. And if it's off, it's still running. Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll, yeah, we'll save your life. All right. All right. I just want to make sure we got that. Yeah. That was very important. No, that, I mean, people need to know. I don't think either of us are in any real remote danger, but... If uh, all of our, like, super gun-loving conservative friends would be believed, danger's around the corner. Yeah. Every turn. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we went over, you had pretty much the best place to shit your pants. The woods, yep. The the woods with a river. Yep. Um, What would be, before we make a plan, what do you, (laughs) what would be the worst? Because uh, my imagination is packed in the dead center of, like, a concert crowd. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, something where leaving is frowned upon, like an orchestra or, like, a Broadway show. Um, my wife's in New York right now at a Broadway show, and I literally just thought, like... Hope she doesn't shit her pants when she's there. <laughs> She'd have bigger problems if she did that. But, like... Because, like, if you're late to a Broadway show, they don't let you in until intermission. And if oh, you hey, leave... I've seen Spider-Man, too. I know how it works. Oh, yeah, yeah. You do know how it works. Um, the only good Spider-Man of the Toby uh, trilogy. Right. Um, so, like, I feel like... Like, when you go see a Broadway show, like, you're waiting for it, you're hyped about it, tickets are expensive, all this stuff. Like, mm. I've seen a couple of music... I've, I've seen, like, um, Book of Mormon and... Mm. Um, something rotten. Um, and so, like, you're super excited about it. Like, you're pumped. You want to go see it. Um, so, like, to shit yourself in that moment, I feel like would be the worst because you leave. So, you miss the, you completely miss the first half at that point. Yep. Or, you know, the, the, the final half. But then, like, so you have to decide, like, all right, I really want to see this. I'm going to sit in it, which means everyone around you, we're talking, Three people to the left, three people to the right, the row behind you and the row in front of you. They're going to smell your shit. Like, you don't have a choice but to leave. And you're wearing something nice, so it's like, like you're wearing, like, 
briefs and not like blue jeans. You're wearing like probably suit pants, which are thin, which means any juice has escaped. <laughs> like it's not contained. So even if you throw your underwear away, your cab ride home, you're still gonna end up paying for that cab cleaning because it's you've put shit juice on the seat. Although I do think there's uh there's an out from the theater itself is you keep looking around uh, appalled. <laughs> Like, oh. Yeah, because oh, everyone like, else who, is, you know, so you got to join in. Who took that deuce? And finally, you can be like, I'm going to go get somebody to deal with this. And then you're out. <laughs> you're never seen again. Yeah. So you don't have to deal with the, obviously, then it's be like, hmm. Well, whoever you're with, though, <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, shit. Like, they're my yeah, friends. Oh, oh, shit is I mean, right. I would, like, if it like it was me and my wife or you and I or whatever, I would definitely know and be like, I definitely do shit in my pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'd be a mystery, though. No, I like. I mean, in in our friend group, if anyone's gonna shit their pants, it's it's me. <laughs> well, it was me until I started eating healthier. I had diarrhea every yeah. day, but, but that was like three months ago. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you've got a lot to offset that. Yeah, no, of. I no, I've eaten like shit this last few days. Yeah, it's funny uh, bringing up the concept of like building up to something and like adding an element of anticipation that that ruins that mm-hmm. to it not even a, a moment that's just like a bad spot but it's like an emotional right uh thing uh you know like when you threw up three rides into your day at university <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i think that was a subliminal uh thing we're like man what would be the most embarrassing thing to happen what if everyone was so excited about something and, and we I were all ready it. to go and I was the one that ruined it? This is just I a have, this is just a fantasy scenario though, not dude, real. I literally, no joke, have thought about that every single day since it happened. <laughs> Either like I'll open a drawer and see the t-shirt we bought, or I'll see Hannah wearing the shirt that they gave me, which I found out when I was doing laundry the other night was a woman's large, and which is why it fits so poorly. Um, it's European cut. Yeah, I just you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I literally cannot stop thinking about it. Like, and like the worst part is, is like my wife wants to do like a Harry Potter themed Halloween party. Yep. And like all I'm gonna think about is when I threw up in Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> Side note: We have a friend who's never seen or read any of the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we invited him to this Halloween party. Yeah. And we were all kind of teasing him for not seeing the movies or reading the books. And my wife overnighted the first book to his job. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he opened it like right when he got to work. And uh, God bless Jeff Bezos. Seriously. Because we were texting about that at like 7 p.m. And it was there. And it was there when he got to work the like, next day. And he works at a bank. So he was there at like 8. So it was, yeah. And it only costs $3 to get it there that quickly. Dang. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, he's not going to read it, but it was a funny joke. Uh, I also, that that whole uh, party was discussed when we were all here. Yeah, and I don't understand why he was like, what are you guys talking well, about? Well, no. We were talking about trying to do something, and we were, t- we were like, brainstorming, like, party themes. Yeah. And he just stood up and he goes, all right, well. Let me know what you guys decide. Let me know what you guys decide. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he was like. Wait, why are we talking about a Harry Potter party? And we're like, sorry, bro, you you, you relinquished your yeah. rights to anything. Yeah, you don't get to decide. 
Yeah. Oh, I I hope he. I mean, I want him to like read it or watch them because they're great. But I mean, he, he should read the first book because the first f- two or three movies are tough. Yeah, uh, but uh, part of me is like, I hope he doesn't at all, and then we can. He's he's just the muggle at the party. <laughs> well, we can like find a way to trick him into dressing up as something really dumb. Dobby. <laughs> and thinking that it's the cool character. I mean, in my opinion, Dobby is not the cool character. Everyone else thinks I'm wrong, but... <sighs> I mean, I don't think Dobby's the cool character, but you've got a lot of uh, <sighs> a lot of baggage on that one. I never read the books. I had no major attachments to Dobby. Have you still never read them? No. Oh, my gosh. Um, and so when I saw this movie in theaters, I got parked next to this girl who was just like... Her whole life was Harry Potter. And anytime something would happen on screen, she would gasp. And she'd be like, oh, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I think, she like. She was so into it. Yeah, like, Harry and Hermione were dancing. Or, no. Yeah, Harry and Hermione were dancing at one point. Yeah. And she was just, like, giddy about it. And it's yeah. like, I look, I know you read the books. I have it, and I can tell that those two aren't ending up together. Like. Right. And. I'm pretty sure she was wearing robes. Definitely. And. <laughs> We were not in a theater or a city that is, like, the cool... Or even, like, I get, like, the Midnights. I used to love the Midnight showings. Let's all deck out. This was, like, a month after release. So this is her... Or maybe not quite that far. It was not... it was was a week of release. It wasn't opening night, though. I don't think so. Like, it was... And it was, like, a midday showing, too. It wasn't, like, an evening deal. Just enough to where I was, like... This is her 30th viewing of this movie. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm sitting next to her through all of this movie. Just like, I'm unable to laugh because I'm right next to her. But everybody else is like chuckling and like laughing at my misfortune. Mm-hmm. And then Dobby dies. Spoiler alert. Yep. And she just starts openly sobbing. Yep. Like someone had just killed her grandma. It was like an ugly cry. Yeah. And I'm holding it together because I don't want to be insensitive. I'm sitting next to you, so I've got a buffer. And you're laughing. Well, because it was one of those cries that was so, like, awkward and and such. It's a cry you wouldn't know what to do with if someone was doing it next to you. I mean, it was like a genuine. Which is the situation that I was in. (laughs) It was like one of those genuine, like, someone just got murdered and I can't control my emotions. Right. In real life, though, not in a movie. Right. And so I, I heard noises, and I was like, what? Is, I, I didn't even register as, like, a cry. So I, like, I lean forward and look over, and she is weeping, and I lose it. I'm laughing so hard, but yep. I'm trying to be quiet because— Our whole row of, <laughs> row of friends was laughing. <laughs> because it's not, <clears throat> it's not a super loud— t- Like, you can't hide it if you're making no. any noise at all. No. Just to amplify her tears. Moment. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that sucked. Because everyone's just laughing, and I'm just sitting there like, this fucking little elf guy. Like, get out of here with these tears. And so I've held a grudge against Dobby and his dumb sock for a long time. And then, most recently, my wife and I were watching, rewatching the movies, and 
some healing happened, and I'm less disgusted by that gross-looking little pink thing. Creature's way worse. Oh, yeah. But, like, Dobby is, like... I don't know. If I was at House Elf, Elf High School, I would pick on Dobby for sure. <laughs> oh, Dobby. Uh, okay, well, here's a great here's a great tie-in, though. So, uh, J.K. Rowling has yeah. pretty infamously continued on with the lore. Yeah. On the, like, Pottermore and, and whatever it's turned yep. into now. And pretty much everything she's done, it's been, like, a spoof. Because it's, like... What's the most woke, yeah, like way we can retro write this? But also, like woke people hate her. Yeah, because she does it. It's it's the dumbest stuff. Where it's like, uh, oh, did you know Hermione's black? And it's like, no. but you literally said her skin was pale. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just stuff that doesn't work. It's like, hey, did you know this person was gay? Like, okay. Like, it's just like over the top. Like everyone has to have these, you know, it's that where you're, what's the word? Um, Like overcorrecting. Right. You're just, everything has to be something. and It it starts to like affect the story. It doesn't work at all. There's no point to it. And you're just making things up. Well, (laughs) one of her most recent things she, she wrote was uh, that back in Hogwarts before they installed plumbing, wizards would just shit their pants. And use magic to make it disappear. I'm not kidding at all. This huh? is this is 100 real canon okay. now. <laughs> See, this is what happens. Oh my god! I so early era Hogwarts, the best place to shit your pants. Yeah. Oh, of course. Like if you're if you're magically inclined, shit your pants every fucking day. Yep. Yeah, you can just send that wherever you want. Yeah, I. It's a bummer. So, like, J.K. Rowling obviously wrote, you know, a bunch of books that mm. really changed a generation, right? Like, mm. a lot of people attached to them, loved them, thought they were just fantastic. It's, you know, spawned a couple movie franchises, Broadway plays, all this stuff. Yep. And, but like, she wasn't like a classically trained writer. She just. If I remember correctly, she just started writing Harry Potter because... Yeah, she was like a... I don't know what her job was, but she worked something. Right. And was basically in... Was poor and wrote this like day and night anytime she had a chance. And not saying that that's what you... Like you have to be classically trained. I've been trying to write a book for a long time. Mm -hmm. I like... I took some basic character development and script writing classes in college. So like... I understand the bare bones minimum of a story. Right. Nothing you couldn't Google or watch a YouTube video right. about. But like you have people that don't know like authors that don't know when to leave well enough alone. And so they keep stacking crap into a universe. And sometimes it works. And sometimes it doesn't. Like Stephen King's guilty of it. Orson Scott Card's guilty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like, there are very few authors that, like, can revisit a world and still make it work consistently. Yeah. Like, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. And so I feel like you've got J.K. Rowling now who is, like, going into, like, retcon all these things. Like, yeah, like, like Dumbledore being gay, like, that's not that big of a deal. And also... 
you could kind of like, you kind of picked up on some of that even in the movies. Yeah, I think that was the first thing that she added, like post books, post movies, and I think the movies were still coming out too. Yeah, and she made she made that remark, and it was like, oh, you know, and of course there's gonna be like a, a division on the reception of that, but. Well, and, but, and like, but like, that's an instance for her where it worked. Right. Because like now in Fantastic Beasts, it like plays into the story Mm. and that's fantastic. But like, I don't know, just going like, yeah, Hermione's black now. It's like, okay, if Hermione would have been black from the beginning, sure, fine, whatever, like, great. Doesn't really change the character at all. But to say that now just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I... I, I want to look up and see some of this. Like, there's see like a master list because there's so many things that she's done. Like, it's just been continue. It's become this meme. But yeah. there's literally so many like honest things that she's come out with that have been like, hey, you know, this person did this, and this person was in a relationship with this person. Like, and it was just like, okay, we get it. Everybody at Hogwarts was was gay by trans <laughs> right it black. was this perfectly right. uh diversified right. uh, thing that was just so conveniently Which, it's just it's interesting when when authors you're like wow you really made something good and then they come back in and then you go wow you're really fucking this up <laughs> all right um hogwarts best best place, best to, place your to your pants yeah that that's an easy exit strategy yep magic yep I still will stand by a Broadway or an orchestral or an orchestra show. Like shitting your pants there would be pretty bad. Or a funeral. I, I especially if you were a pallbearer and you just disappeared and there's one person missing from the from the the procession. What if you're like carrying this thing down the aisle and, and then it happens you shit your pants? And you gotta decide do I bail? Depends on the consistency. If it's runny and I'm leaving a shit trail down the aisle of a church, like I, I'm, I'm already in it at that point. If it's solid and I can keep it kind of tucked in my Grundies <laughs> until I get outside, and then I can shake it loose yeah. in the grass. Then I'll. But like, yeah. Well, okay. But what if you're like the heavy? You're, you're. If you bail, they're not going to carry this. Like if thing. you're on a on a corner, right? Because the guys in the middle, you're not doing. They're shit. for decoration. Yeah. So you're on the corner. This you're you're leaving a trail, I, that's got to be the worst because you're like because you can't, bail you and bail the body's coming gonna, out of that they're casket. gonna drop the casket the body's coming or right the casket stays up and you do the worst walk of shame in human history. The only the only way I could see getting out of that and not having people just hate your guts is if you literally just. Like, let go and start booking it and just yell, I shit my pants. That's the only way I can see that not going horribly. I, I think t- tears would be easy to produce at that point. So maybe you could just just lose it. Be like, I'm so sorry. This is what they wanted me to do. Again, it's going to depend on the consistency. Because This is what Grandma wanted. She specifically told me to shit my pants. I'm so sorry. In this instance, like, yeah, like if this it's, is her last joke. If it's running, you can get out of there, and people will notice eventually. But like, <laughs> but if it's if it's a heavy, if you just build a sandcastle in your trousers, people are gonna see that bulge in the back. Especially now, young men these days like us wearing fitted pants. Yep. 
Like, if I can see poop in my kid's bulky diaper from across the room, <laughs> they're going to see it in my boxer briefs and dress pants. Yeah. Yeah. At least they're black, though. True. Not seeing it. Yep. You're smelling it, though. It's a thin yep. barrier. Yep. Yeah, I don't know how that's got to be the... It's got to be at least up there. Yeah. Any Any type of situation, though, where it's like a, a public... Because, like, a concert would be a bad spot, but that's pretty much just bad for you. You just get out of there. Because you're just like, I don't know these people. Right. Like, this is really embarrassing, but I'm going to get out and yeah. never see them again. Yeah. Like, and you know what? Worst case scenario, let, let's say you shake it loose in that crowd. You got a funny memory to think about. Like, a bunch, at some point near the end of the concert, someone goes, oh, my God, they're shit. <laughs> and you know that's happened. You and I have been at concerts, a couple of concerts, where we've seen people having sex. Yeah. Like, aggressive sex. Yeah. <laughs> just in, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. There have been a couple of... I think they were both Blink-182. Or maybe one was Blink and one was Angels and Airways. But there were people just like... Like, you could tell they were just so happy to be there. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this dude is just like freaking zipper deep in his girlfriend. <laughs> Who's wearing a very short skirt. <laughs> I like to imagine that they just met. And they, and they fell in love on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, they fell in love on the dance floor. And they're like, is this the best night of your life? Because it's the best night of my life. But then she and they exchange numbers. And then she calls him like six weeks later. And she's like, hey, I'm late. <laughs> and he's like, you don't know it was me. And she's like, you're the only person I've had sex with in the last six weeks. Because I've just been reliving that moment again and again in my head. Because it was during, it was during damn it. And we conceived our child. And then that guy's got to quit school. And he starts working at a factory. <laughs> and their lives are ruined. And they can't listen to Blink anymore without feeling that twinge of pain of what could have been. Yeah. They named their child Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. He popped up. He joined this random band. I don't know, like two years ago now. Yeah, it's like a like a small like garage band. Yeah, and they played for a while, and then he just vanished. Like he's just not anywhere, not on socials or anything. That makes sense. Like, yeah, that's props to that dude because that was the whole reason he. What are the drummers, man? <laughs> the Beatles, their drummer bailed out too. He's like, this isn't going anywhere. Well, he was Scott was the opposite. He's like. I don't like this going somewhere. Like, let's stay in these garages, dude. Like, there's a lot of money coming in. Like, I don't like it. This is getting too weird. And that was, like, literally a big, like, he just didn't like that it was turning into, like, a business. Dude, I never understood that. Like, all the whole, like, sellout bullshit. Like, because that was, like, a big thing when I was first getting into punk. Like, all those guys sold out. They're not real punk. And it's, like, we like them. And we want other people to like them. Yeah. And then so many people liked them that Man. they got big. <laughs> right. Like, I don't, I, there's certain, like, punk, there's certain cultures where, like, that's definitely a it, thing. It's like, trickier, You, you sure. want to know that, like, you want to be not mainstream, and that's the cool thing about it. So yeah. what it does, you know, I get, there's certain instances, but there's a lot where it's like, that's literally the goal. Right. For everyone. Unless you're like, I don't know, fucking Radiohead, like, which they got big off of making weird shit. Like, 
you can get big off of like sticking to your art. Yeah. Like it's oh, possible. Wait, by the way, Cody, you can't edit this out. No, just because you love Radiohead, you can't edit this out. I mean, I love Radiohead too. They just put out a new song. Um, and it's not my favorite, but it's not awful. Um, but like, unless it's like a Fallout Boy scenario where like, Follow Boy up until probably like Fully A Do or Infinity on High, like they were good. Mm. Like it was a, they were like a good punk band. Mm. And now, if I hear Follow Boy's new shit on the radio, my wife is just like vibing to it. And I'm like, this is dog shit. <laughs> so, so that's your uh, mainstream barrier is like, wait a minute. My wife likes this. <laughs> no, but it's just like if the sound changes so much where it's just like it ju- it's just not good music. Mm-hmm. Like Maroon 5. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's a good like example. Their first album, I think it was Songs About Jane or Songs mm-hmm. for Jane or something like that. That was awesome. And yeah. then now you got Adam Watts' nuts and he's just like singing these really dumb fucking songs. Yeah, there is a certain line where it's like, you can be mainstream and still... Still make good music. Right. Yeah. Like and, like Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars could sell out a stadium. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. But he's still, like, he's still making some good shit. He's doing that stuff with the... Um, uh, what's Anderson Pock and, yeah. and Black Velvet. Mm-hmm. That stuff's great. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's actually good music. Yep. Like I mean, you've got some funky, thick bass lines. You've got actual drums. You've got like electric guitar and electric piano. Like it just mm-hmm. sounds good and full. Yeah, I'm even cool. Like you know, your album. You're working on a new album, and it's like, hey, here's two really throwaway radio songs. Yeah, you know, cool. Yeah, those are gonna just be massive hits. You're gonna make bank. Yeah. Sweet. Of course, yeah, absolutely. But there's a lot of these when they do like go mainstream where it's like they've got the radio hits and then the other ones are just such like they're just what is it? It's yeah. not even it's so phoned in. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, yeah, not I even just, I don't. And uh, I mean part of it is like the music industry is not great. Artists are beholden to the label, you know. I mean, it was, I think it was the Goo Goo Dolls, they famously like were so in debt after making their first album that they had to like there's they were still touring up until like maybe five years ago to pay it off. Dang. Like and it was the Goo Goo Dolls. I yeah. mean they were fucking everywhere. Yeah. And they were everywhere because they needed to pay off that shit because they got so screwed on their contract. Dang. Yeah. It, like, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it like there's plenty of examples of the music industry being shady. Just like mm. even like on a small level, like we have some friends that were in a band. Uh, that got pretty big um, in Minnesota, and and they kind of they were kind of touring the Midwest a little bit, but they got picked up to be um, the entertainment for an episode of My Sweet Sixteen or My Super Sweet Sixteen or whatever that mm-hmm. show was called, mm-hmm. and it was so like fabricated. They went to this thing. They were they were at this girl's birthday party or whatever, and she was so well behaved and not dramatic that like the producers were like, "Hey, we need you to like." Go kiss the birthday girl. They were so, talking to the band. Yeah, they like went up to like one of the guys in the band. Like you need to go, or all of the band. Like one of you needs to go kiss the birthday girl, so that she will freak out. Free, so the parents will get mad. Oh my! And these gosh. guys are like nineteen, twenty, yeah. and she's sixteen. So maybe in Texas that's okay, but like everywhere <laughs> else, it's not. And they were all like, 
I don't know. They were talking about it, like, see, like, would they, wouldn't they? And I think the youngest one in the group was like 18. He's like, oh, I'll do it. And then the, he like chickened out at the last minute. And MTV never aired that episode. <sighs> and like, they're a great band. Yeah. Like, I lived with, you know, all those guys and, you know, just hearing them just like goof around and play music. Like, they were f- super talented. Mm-hmm. But it was just one of those things where it's like, wow, like, if they would have played ball, they would have been seen by millions of people. Yeah. And they didn't because they didn't want to do some fabricated skeezy bullshit. And that's, you know, the music industry in a nutshell. Yeah. Like, it's just super weird. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, I don't know if it's the same. I know who you're talking about, but I don't yeah. know if it was the same band. But one of them, I remember their first kind of actual album they made. Um, that was that was a really cool, it reminds me of just like early Blink type feeling where you're like oh my gosh like these guys it's crappy but you hear the yeah the quality and underneath then, it yeah and then you hear their second album and you're like these guys could be like really awesome yeah and then they oh, just yeah it, it's weird like yeah i was there were a couple bands like that <clears throat> we were around in our you know in our you know late teens early 20s that I was really expecting to like blow up. One of them was called Gloria and they just broke up after they finished Warp Tour, which was Dang. such a huge bummer cuz like I saw them live one time at a, a place called the Triple Rock. It's like a it was like a rock and roll punk club mm. in Minneapolis that closed down I don't know 5 6 years ago. And you can't find their music anywhere. Dang. And the guitar player that I was friends with, um another Josh. We called him Nelly. Yeah. And uh yeah, he just became an engineer, moved to Germany, and never heard from him again. And I feel like if I still had his information, I could maybe get like an old CD to rip or whatever. But like, yeah, it's just it's a bummer. Dang. Every time I look for Gloria on like Spotify or Apple Music, it just comes up with Gloria Stefan and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I love me some Gloria yeah, Stefan, but who doesn't? Yeah. Well, I feel like we should wrap this up soon. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I'm feeling peppy. We could probably do another another episode after this, yeah? Yeah. I'm cool. Good. All right. Well, this has been episode three of uh, Reed and Josh Survive the Apocalypse. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this, please... Uh, please uh, support your local bands and don't shit your pants in public, especially <laughs> at a funeral. And, you know, maybe... <laughs> maybe subscribe... And tell your friends and, you know, give us five stars and all that other shit you hear at the end of podcasts. But definitely support your local bands and don't shit your pants in public.